remember mama said you can't hurry love Ooh, you just have to wait she said love don't come easy it's a game of give and take bumble tinder <laughs> how long must i wait Ooh, how much more must i take before loneliness will cause my heart heart to break that's it, I'm done. Fucking yeah, yeah. Fucking bullshit. Haven't we suffered enough? Yeah. I've yeah. suffered enough. Trials and tribulations of love. Oh, I know. And it's continuing on. Well and well past <laughs> the years I should have wrapped it all up in a nice little bow and ended it. But it's not, it's not ending. It's still a fucking nightmare. I can't help it. But anyway, what can I do? This is Invert the Y, episode star date log 12.1593. <laughs> The US is invert the way. Confirmed. It's it's fucking orbiting mm-hmm. another class M planet of bullshit and retrodom. I'm joined as always by Jason Relaxation, and I've got nervous Nathan slash the Piggle Bear back. And guess what? Invert the Y is the only podcast sponsored by its mother, and the only podcast powered by the love of fairy bread. And you know what? We've had a lot of waffles today, so we're probably going to be powered by that, by the bloody methane we expel yeah, in our fucking carbs fart. around that. Jesus Christ. Oh, mate, I feel very fat. Sweet and safe. Podgy. Mm-hmm. The best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had both. My IBS so far has been... <laughs> You know when it's going to kick in? Driving down the hill. Down that fucking yeah. hill. We go down the hill, we go down the elevation, and yeah. we, all of a sudden we both get the rumbles. There's yeah. a thing. It's altitude ass. It's a thing. Altitude ass. <laughs> oh, I, I get it. It might just be me. Uh, well, I, I get it too. I get um, I get it in an aeroplane. Yes, I was yeah. just about to say, in an aeroplane, it's unbelievable. I can't stop farting yes, in aeroplanes. Yes, I thought yeah. it was me. And and when the, when you put the seatbelt yeah. around your, your guts, it sort of pushes it in, and, yep. you, and it's like... It actually takes me several days to get over flying. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I have sore belly problems for quite a few days after oh, a trip. That's no fucking good. Yeah, maybe it's the food I consume, or maybe it's just the gas. I don't know what it is. I'd like to know. When you should ask your doctor friends. Yeah. Why the fuck is it that you do get gassy when uh, you're at altitude? Because that's exactly what happens, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Special sponsor today: the Green Tree Frogs of the Blue Mountain Sub Area. We've had we've had all sorts of oh, snakes beautiful. and tree free uh, tree frogs and ducks. Ducks. We've had a lot of fucking quacking mm. in this bullshit. You know, ducks basement. are considered rapists in the animal world. Really? Corkscrew penis. And apparently, when it engages, there's no. Don't pigs have that? Mm. They might have it too. I think pigs have got corkscrew penis, and so do cats. Cats have got a. Um, the cat one has got barbs on it. Yeah. It's got barbs. That's why for females it's painful. They don't like. They don't like to do it. I wish I had a fucking barb penis. That'd be awesome. No, you don't. Your hand would get sore. Oh, <laughs> you fucking! That was an easy opening for him. Let's start this bullshit episode. Speaking <laughs> of easy openings. Oh, okay, let's do it. What a okay, segue! That's good. A good segue. I was going to start I'll off move, with a rant, but I'll, I won't. We'll do this unboxing. Sorry. I'll move. We'll do this unboxing. I'll cut in early. Now, now, just for the two people that are listening. The Pickle Bear slash Nervous Nathan, he has got a unboxing that he wants to do for me. Hmm. He's brought in a gift, and he's been telling me about it all week. It's been in my car for about six weeks. Okay. <laughs> That's great. So, to those of you loyal listeners like myself two that have people. been here since week one, two people would remember a very story early on. Some of us were affected by it, more so than others. Unfortunately, I'm a bit of a piece of shit, and I haven't wrapped it. I've just used the old Audi. I love the Audi bag, bag you've got. That, that's, that's the Australian wrapping uh, so paper of choice. I'm hoping we can repair some relationships from years gone by. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. 
That uh, is the fucking gold. Complete collection. Now that I'm, I'm going to oh, ask you not to set fire to it or Jason throw it inside relaxation. Walls. I can't do it. Tell Fuck. the two people that are listening what it is. <clears throat> it is the complete Mister Men library. So replacing the books that I somewhat you um, fucked them. Fucked them. You uh, put them in a toilet for fucking twenty years, and then until Dad me. did a renovation and knocked the wall out, did we find? That's amazing. So I was a nervous. Cost- I was at Costco. Yeah. Doing a bit of shopping. That's yeah. a, a very interesting place. Oh, Jesus. Fuck, Don't know if we have to bleep it's that It's heavy, man. There's a lot in there. I literally was listening in the car to Costco, get out of the car, walk mm. in, and they're selling fucking pianos. They're selling everything. They sell everything, mate. I'm not sponsored by Costco, in case anyone's asking. No, we, we wish we were, though. So if Costco would like to sponsor the show and buy us a table. Sub- subscribe to our Patreon. Would you just like to Costco? give us a table? I mean, you've probably got a few lying around. I reckon they could give us a piano. We I could get it down that stair with the oh, difficulty. Fuck, man, I don't need any more. Or would you cut a hole in... I reckon that's an easy Hole in way. the wall. Just cut a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, I went, went in there, yeah. and they've got this big table full of books. And I'm going, oh, look, complete Harry Potter, complete Lord of the Rings, complete Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, nice. And then that puppy was just staring, looking at me, and I'm like, I've got to buy that. <laughs> Can I ask you to buy it? I really appreciate this. this is going to mend a lot of wounds. I hope so. Mend a lot of wounds. <laughs> now, because well, I, I haven't checked, but given the age we live in, we could have some interesting new I, I'm very, Mr. Very... Woman or Mrs. Man, perhaps. Oh, well, I'm surprised they're allowed to call it Mr. Yeah, Man. It's, it's toxic. Masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Well, Sorry, guys. I've, I've I, stooped us to a low already. I'm offended. But I'll tell you what. Mr. Like, them. Oh, no. It'll just be called Tell they. you what, but Mr. They, Tickle. They, they library. They library. Yeah. If you were a Mr. Man, which one would you be? Oh. Mr. Tickle. Okay. Fair enough. What would you be? Nervous, no? Um, you got to speak in your mic properly, Daniel. I don't know. Oh, nervous, Nathan. What would you be? Well, I think That's I'll the be... first time I've been told to, to be not as. to be uh, louder. Yeah, I Mr. Know. Tall, I think. Mr. Tall. I feel in life I failed by not reaching two metres. I'm do you just know what, on the cusp. Do you know what I'd be? And no bullshits on the back of this. No fucking bullshit. Mr. Bump. Mr. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be Mr. Is Nobody. <laughs> I'm not making up. Look on the back. It's Mr. Nobody. Right, the very last Fuck. one. I've never knew. So you've got, just for the people that Is are Is that what happened? You were left with that book as a child, and that's what's fucking... It's fucking been a curse. Like the fucking <laughs> Greek woman in the fucking in the Greek island, she cursed me for running over her chickens. I've never recovered. Mm. And so, yeah, I've been Mr... Because Mr. Tickle, Mr. Greedy, Mr. Happy, Mr. Nate, Nosy, Mr. Sneeze, Mr. Bump, Mr. Snow, Mr. M- Messy, Mr. Topsy Turvy, Mr. Silly, Mr. Uppity... Mr. Silly, actually. I know a few fucking Mr. Uppity. I know Mr. We know Mr. Uppity. We spoke about him last week. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Mr. Mr. Small, that's also me. Because Bixby Vision, Bixby Vision says I'm Mr. Small, Mr. Daydream, Mr. Forgetful, fucking me, Mr. Jelly. Well, yeah, I've let myself go, so I'm Mr. Jelly as well. Mr. Nosy, only when the Indians make curry, I get nosy. Mr. Lazy, guilty as charged. Mr. Funny. Well, I have been moments. Yeah, definitely. Mr. Mean, fucking oath. <laughs> Mr. Chatterbox, I do a podcast and I don't shut up. <laughs> Mr. Fussy, fucking oath. <laughs> Mr. Bounce, don't know about that one. Yeah, you Mi- don't get to do that very often. Mr. Muddle, yes. Mr. Dizzy, well, I have had moments of dizziness. In JB Hi-Fi. Mr. <laughs> I did, I fucking passed out. I, I bought a laptop, this is no bullshit. This is why you stand in front of fans. No, I, I, this is no bullshit. Mum was with me and I bought a laptop. I bought a, the Apple Mac Pro and I was standing in line and the the idea of spending a couple of grand for a fucking computer was stupid and I I got bit a bit dizzy and passed out in the line at the JB Hi-Fi. No bullshit. 
That's that's a true story. So, Mr. Dizzy, 100%. Uh, where am I up to? Mr. Impossible. Yes, I can be. Mr. Strong. No. Mr. Grumpy. Fucking oath every day. Mr. Clumsy. I have been. Mr. Quiet. Never. Mr. Rush. Well, I do like Rush. Great band from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and to this very day. Maybe. Mr. Tor. No, I was cursed with that bullshit. You're Mr. Tor. Nervous Nate. Mr. Worry, fucking absolutely guilty as charged. Uh oh. Mr. Nonsense, no, I'm not full of nonsense. Mr. Wrong, I'm never wrong, you fucks. I've learned, <laughs> I've learned everything you could possibly learn. I've, uh... le- I've learned enough in life, and I'm not. F- I spent six years at uni, and I learned everything I need to know. So go fuck yourself. No, I'm not Mr. Wrong. Mr. Skinny, I was never svelte, but as a kid I was. And you know what happened? I lived with my grandparents for fucking six or seven weeks or so when they were building the new house. This is mum and dad before mm. this fuck was born. And you know what? I'd come home from school every day and my grandmother would be like, he's so skinny, I feed him a cake. <laughs> and mum would go off her brain, he's getting fat, he's getting fat. <laughs> so I'm not Mr. Skinny anymore. Mr. Mischief. Maybe. Yes, I have. Maybe. Mr. Clever, fucking oaf, I've learned enough. Mr. Busy, no, I'm retired, fuck off. <laughs> Mr. Slow, yes, because that's for the, that's the medication kicking in, kicking in. Mr. Brave, no, I'd fuck off, I'd run away. I don't, I'm not brave at all. Mr. Grump, Mr. Grumble, oh, he's a ringing, that's a bullshit yeah. one, Mr. Grumble. Where's Mr. Mr. Perfect, well, I'm pretty fucking close. <laughs> Mr. Cheerful, yeah. yes. Mr. Cool, fuck yeah. Mr. Rude. Go fuck yourself, you fucking two people that are listening. So, yes. Mr. Good. Yes, I am. Mr. Nobody. Absolutely. <laughs> Nervous, Nate. That is brilliant. I love thank it. Thank you. That is awesome. Yeah, thank I'm, you for that. I'm That's 100% amazing. putting that in. 47. <clears throat> All right. So, we're recording again. So, if you guys want to start from whatever you guys decided Oh, we were from. just saying... Um, Borderlands. Borderlands. Borderlands, three got yeah. announced this week. Yeah. And Nathan, it's funny, I sent him a text message going, this is really early in the mm. morning, at least for me, about 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was going through YouTube and all the people I subscribed to on YouTube, and uh, they were saying, oh, let's do the, uh, I guess, the reaction videos for mm. Borderlands 3, 3 being announced. And mm. I said, bullshit. And as soon as I saw that, Pardon yeah, me. I needed Sorry. to do that too. It was the waffles, yeah, the man. The waffles, but man. But I tried. I kept it waffles. in. Waffles. I tried. I kept it I'm in. I'm making waffles. Sorry, are you saying? Oh, that's all right. That you're better than me for keeping. No, I was, I was struggling to get my words out because mm. my fucking chest I was bad. Like, I fucking do it on the phone to people. Yeah, <laughs> talking and then I rip no, one you know out. What, you know, you know what I have to cover it with? No. Oh, know, sorry, I've been really sick. I'm lying to them as well. You know what he does on the phone? You know what else he does on the phone? He does a shit in the piss. That's happened. Uh, again, I, I might be weird, but what else are you going to do with that you, time? you got to keep you know working. You what else he does? We'll play PlayStation or something. We'll be on the PSN <clears throat> on a party chat, <clears throat> and then you'll hear this pissing sound, and they go, where are you? Because I'll never I'll, do it again. I really offended Michael. He, he, I felt really he, bad. He felt bad, yeah. Because, well, yeah. I, I just didn't think, and I'm in there, and he's like, what's that bloody noise? He goes, oh, are Nathan. you fucking having a piss? And goes, I'm like, yeah. Oh, bloody, oh, I hope you wash your Remind <laughs> me never to come to your place and touch your controllers. <laughs> that was what he was saying. You know, That's beautiful. He, he was going off his brain about all of that stuff. But, Sorry um, for the horrid, horrid accent. Yeah, I know. Well, I used to do that too because I used to piss him off because I used to say, right, because he's not here to defend <laughs> himself. I used to say to him, oh, you know, 
he's got an he had an accent like uh, like uh, you know such and such as and he goes well what accent was that I go you know a Cockney one and he'd go I'm not fucking Cockney <laughs> right but I went, he goes you can't do my accent fucking Dan or you, you sound like a Cockney and I'm like well isn't that what you are he goes I'm fucking not from Co- I'm not from that fucking area you know the other thing that used to piss him off you know whenever he saw a, a movie. And it was set in the ye olde times. It'd always have Londoners portrayed as uh, as fog. Hmm. And he'd go, London never had bloody fog. It was it was the bloody dust clouds from the coal burning, but it wasn't bloody fog. You know what I mean? He goes off his fucking brain. Fog's a nicer touch. Yeah, it's, it's bloody it's, smog. Well, they used to do pollution. it for all the, uh, right. what is it, the Jack the Ripper movies. Hmm. You know, whenever Jack the Ripper was around, there would always be fog. And he'd go, it's not bloody fog. It's bloody the burning of the coals or the fires. <laughs> Yeah, you go off his fucking brain for days on that one. The other thing this guy we used to do, this is Nervous Nath or Slash the Pickle Bear. You'd be playing, and I'll get to this now, Borderlands. You'd be playing Borderlands with him and mm. he'd fucking, you'd hear this, uh, oh, hang on, I'll just be a second. And you hear this, yeah, mate, how much was it? 40 bucks. Oh, he's 50, yeah, 10 bucks and change. <laughs> You're getting your takeout. He's fucking ordered a, he's ordered a pizza. Yeah. He's ordered a pizza Beautiful. while we're playing Borderlands, and he's still doing better than me and Pedro. He's cleaning up in Borderlands. Mm. We, we saw no interruption in gameplay. Mm. We saw no interruption in gameplay, but he was fucking got a pizza delivered. He'd order a pizza. Mm. He did it the other night. We're playing Division 2, and he's gone, fuck off this, I'm going to go with Telstra. And while he's playing Division 2, he's fucking signed up with Telstra. That's exactly what I just did the other day too, mate. Fuck those guys. Oh, fuck them. Uh, yeah. But you know what? He did it uninterrupted. It's a talent he's got, and I can't do it. I'm not even able to read my mex- messages on text on my phone while I'm playing anything. I can't do it, but mate, he seems to do when it. when you start playing Sekiro, you're going to have to take those breaks, <laughs> mate, because let me tell you... That game is the next level. That's one you got to. It's the out. only game I've ever had to just walk away from. Yeah. Because my my PC nearly went through the fucking window. Yeah, it's a tough game. But you know what? Like going Far back to around. Borderlands, we started playing Borderlands together, and quickly Google it. I don't know. I'm sure it was 2007 <coughs> yeah, that close it came enough. out. Well, look, let's say my former place of employment. Uh, when I started there, I didn't have an Xbox. Rocket Russell said, "Get an Xbox." Got an Xbox. Started gaming with him, and then. I've been gone there now four years, so five. I reckon it'll be eight years ago. 2011, I'm going to say. Hmm. I'm just having a look at it now. Um, <laughs> 2009, it came out. Oh, it was yours. Yeah, your I, was, I was pretty close. 2000, and I think I said seven or eight, but I was a bit off. No, you said nine. Did I? I said nine, okay. So, yeah, it came out 2009, <laughs> and, it, and the sequel came out probably about two years after that, <laughs> which was 2000. I'm going to just put it in because I'm just going to do my head in. Pre-sequel, then, no, was it two, then the pre-sequel? 2012 it came out, the the sequel. Mm. And so we haven't had anything from that universe. We've had the, uh, I guess, the Handsome Jack collection, which was kind of like a remaster. Yeah, that and the there pre-sequel. There was the, pre- the pre-sequel, what was it called? Pre-sequel, they called it. Yeah, pre-sequel. <laughs> it just a pissed, it is one of the funniest games. It yeah. just does not take itself seriously. No. The it's a bit of a laugh. That, what, the pre-sequel was what, 2013, 14? Yeah, Rough. I re-bought that on PS4, I think it was, because they did a remastered, which would have been a couple of years ago, and I played it through again. I yeah. played that game through Yeah. hell of a lot of times. Remind me a lot of Diablo 2. Mm, oh, fuck. You oh. sort of had the three playthroughs yep. and just an infinite amount of loot. Yeah. Yeah. Every gun would have different characteristics. Yeah, would be Diablo respawned. Two is a game that I've. So, so what yeah, happened was I revisit the, that every few years. That's good fun. So whatever. So what happened <clears> was in the week I got this uh, notification that uh, there were people doing reaction videos to Borderlands Three, the announcement, mm. and I immediately thought a na- uh, 
Nath because I thought, you know what? He's such a big Borderlands fan, and we talked about it for so long. And I texted him and said, Borderlands 3 has been, been revealed or, or announced or mm. something, you know? And he's gone, oh, that's hilarious. I've sent you an email two hours ago. <laughs> I, I'm already on it. But it's coming out. Yeah. They're saying 2019. We don't know the exact date yeah, yet. We'll be, yeah, sh- sure. It, it looks um, kind of sort of more of the same, but it's got more interesting environments. It's got that, guns that can walk down the street. That's unreal. Yeah, and it's got swamp areas and different type of environments, and they're saying over a billion guns now. A billion. Yeah, over it a must billion. be so. It's pro- procedurally generated. Yeah, that's what they're saying, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm a big fan of Borderlands more for the co-op ac- aspect of it because mm. he, I mean, Nathan used to play it on his own, mm. but I was like, no, nah, not my type of game on, on its own. But I'm, as a co-op game, I think it's king. I think it's probably one of the best co-op games around because you've got so much openness and so much variation in the in the uh, the, the, the weapons that you get mm. and then the character characters you can build mm. and just the environments. And then it's got that really silliness about it, that yeah. quirkiness about it. Characters and storyline. Yeah, you can I, just have a laugh with mm. it. I, I fucking love Borderlands, you know what I mean? And we've been wondering where is it and it's, it looks like it's coming. So that's a definite co-op game. And that's why I prefer that over The Division 2. I know The Division 2 is a good game. I like it. It's definitely better than the first. It is. It's just polished and cool and everything. It's cool. Borderlands is just like, this is a bit of mindless fun. Yes. Jump mm-hmm. in. That's what I love about shit it. Up. Here's a machine gun. Every third bullet, it's going to shoot a fucking rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why not? And the, and the different, uh, I guess, your elemental effects of the mm-hmm. weapons, like the acid effects and the yeah, fire acid, effects. Fire, explosion. Yeah. Beautiful. I nice. love it. You know? Slag. Yeah, we'll have to play it again before the third one comes out. Because um, is it the Handsome Jack collections, the first and the second one, and the pre-sequel combined? Yeah, one, two, and then pre-sequel. Yeah, I'll play that again with you because that was a lot of fun. Just to get back into the the the, the, oh, good the feeling of Borderlands. Mm. But that's how we started gaming together was Borderlands. Mm. And what happened was I was gaming with this guy, Nervous Nath, about uh, a couple of years before what happened with Pedro, because I mm. said to Pedro, I'm playing this game called Borderlands, and it's really fun. And he goes, oh, I've heard about that. It's a good co-op game. And Pedro and I, I have always been about playing co-op, because mm. that's the best form of gaming. And so what it, I'd said was, well, I know this guy. He's a big fan of this game. Can we play with him? Because the more players you had, the better it was, mm. actually, because you got more... Uh, better progression, more XP. You got it. Just scales better. Well it scales yeah. are better. All that stuff. So we started playing with with Pedro, the two of us, and then it got bigger. And then we're playing with another another mm. mutual friend of the show, who who has got a Cockney accent. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's going to get the shit. And so what happened was that's how we formed this little group, and it was mm. the Borderlands group. But I knew. The Englishman that we know very, very well and love him to bits, he didn't like that type of gameplay. Mm. But what kills me, I don't understand that because he loves the division. And to me, in my little sick head, they're kind of similar. Mm. But they're kind of not, you know? One's very, very serious post-apocalyptic. One is post-apocalyptic also, but an absolute just piss take. Mm. Yeah. Let's just have some fun. Yeah. That's a sidetrack topic because we just said randomly when we had that technical issue... I just said to him, "Well, what did you what did you think about the Borderlands reveal trailer?" You know, so I, I, I'm I'm kind of like uh, I'm excited now for that Very. game more than any, more mm. than any other game this year, and I hope they do bring it out this year. Mm. Um, but we'll we'll have to see. 
But that's not really the topic of the show. Yeah. Let it, let's start it off with, as we always do. Abraham. In the, yes, in the deep, dark recesses of this ever-decaying brain, which every single day loses more and more brain cells as time goes on. And I've got a pretty good one today that I don't even think you're aware of. No. Now I'm scared. Yes. <laughs> every time he says that, the editing level goes up. Yes. <laughs> but this is a bit of a dad story too. Oh, so beautiful. I probably should have saved it for Super Simon. Yeah. But I know he listens to this bullshit, so he probably will get a kick out of mm. it. But let's go down the deep, dark recesses of this brain. Are you ready? I'm always ready. I don't know how to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Didn't need those ears. <laughs> ears are replaceable, right? They're replaceable, you fuck. Irreplaceable? Yes. We go back to... 1994, mm. and this one's a bit of a funny one in the fact that I don't think you ever you can remember this one, but I I, but this is a good one. This involved a Toyota Camry. Mm-hmm. I remember a Toyota Camry. Okay, so Dad yeah. had two of them. He had the red one. Yes, he had two of them. He also had a white one, mm. right? And the white one was the one I want to talk about because mm. this is a cracking story, <laughs> which involved me mm. fucking this car up. <laughs> And how Dad responded to it. My first accident was in a Camry too. This wasn't an accident. This was me doing uh, touch wood. I don't like talking about that type of stuff as we were about to drive down the hill after cursing God and everything else. (laughs) The only accident we'll be having will be me shitting myself. Oh, well, I can do with that. You you can use the facilities here, mate, if you really need to. Come on, I'll be fine. And then it's just like You can do what spit roast Stevie's. He just says, oh, I'm done. He fucked off. And we never saw him again. This message will self-destruct. And then I empty the contents. It was beautiful. He just says, oh, I'm done. He goes, yeah, mate. And we hadn't even finished. He goes, I'm touching cloth. He goes, I'm touching cloth man so what happened was dad had this camry in 1994 yeah. brand new car and i he was pretty generous because he used to let us drive his cars right well it's because he didn't have to pay for he petrol. didn't have to pay for petrol or nothing right it was a good company car so anyway one time actually in two occasions separate occasions i fucked up the car right the first one was I drove into the driveway at mum and dad's place there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so you shut, you know, you know. Mm. I drove in there and there's a kind of bit of a steep incline mm-hmm. into the driveway. Put it, it's steep enough now that both of our cars or neither of our cars can't get, really get down. We actually properly. can't get down properly. Yeah. We have to go on like a 45 degree angle to get out of the yeah. driveway. Yeah. So what happened was, the other thing is too, it's got like these uh, side concrete. Pillars for where the, the storm water there's a, goes there's, in. Big, there's a drain. There's and a drain. big concrete barrier kind yeah. of things. Yeah. So you drive over the drain, basically, mm. right? But there's these concrete post things that over the years he's painted white because fuckheads like me would do exactly like this. <coughs> I drove into it. And he's brand spanking new company car. right? But this is where it gets fucking cool. Because I, dr- I drove into it and I did go into this corner a little bit too fast. And what I'd done is I'd clipped the rear wheel with the concrete pillar mm-hmm. and I burst the tyre open and so I got out of the car because when I hit it that's the maid lady she won't fucking stop it doesn't matter if I've got an S8 or an S10 plus she won't stop being my one and going to be my friend on Instagram it is looking very clean I must say over there what's that the, the, the clean screen you've got it's there it's beautiful it, some would say it's virginal 
not, I'm not the maid lady, let me tell you. I've seen photos. No, she's no way fucking. She's had. Oh, no. Well, that's another story. She puts feather dusters in places she where they shouldn't She go. sticks it out of her bum and goes... Oh, I didn't see that video. I, I, I'll fucking show you before we, we leave. I'll show you some more videos about the maid lady. Well, anyway, I hit she the... She might po- have a new subscriber, I think. I bet you fucking do. <laughs> I bet you fucking do. <laughs> I bet you... Every day, she. you know what she does every day? She jiggles. Which is not a bad way to start your day. Or end your day. <laughs> or lunchtime. <laughs> So anyway, I hit this concrete pillar, and what I did is I burst, I, I put a hole through the sidewall of the tire, and I knew I'd done something wrong because I'd hear this bang, and then the rear end of the uh, the car kind of went a bit weird, and I went, "Fuck, what have I done?" But what I thought was at at, at the time, I'd actually hit the side the side panel of the doors, and mm. I'd put in like a gouge into the door, so I was freaking out. But I popped, got out of the car, and what I saw was I saw the fucking wheel. Mm had been ripped open by that concrete pillar. So the tyre had been. You got fucking lucky. I got pretty lucky, but this is how Dad handled it. This mm. is beautiful. This is the first story of the two-part story, right? <laughs> he comes out of that. I said to him, oh, I go, oh, fuck that. I'm really sorry, but I've, I've hit the, the gutter at the front. And he goes, oh, for fuck's sake. He goes, what have you done? I said, oh, Dad, I've, I've, I've put a hole in the tyre. And he goes, ah, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And he's gone out the front. And he's seen the car, which now is on its fucking rim, right? So all the air's gone out of this wheel, and he's gone, oh, fuck me. He says, how the fuck am I going to explain that to the boss? And at the time, I didn't really understand how the world worked. Mm. And I said, well, what do you mean by that, Dad? He goes, well, I'm going to have to go in there on Monday and fucking tell the boss that this fucking wheel's been damaged in some way and how the fuck am I going to do that? Now, this is where it gets really out of control and creative. Dad's gone, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? Fuck. He says, well, firstly, you fucking change the tyre and you put the spare on and I'll think about it. And I went, all right. So I'm changing the tyre on the car because he's, he's, he's taught me how to do that. Go... I, after I've done that, he comes out and he checks the handiwork and he goes, all right, you fucking idiot. He goes, I've, you've done that. He goes, oh, fuck, I'm going to tell the boss that a brick fell off the back of a truck and somehow hit the wheel. And I said to him, well, that doesn't make any sense, Dad, because the rest of the car's fine. He goes, no, it's not. You know what he did? He picked up a brick and smashed a fucking headlight. <laughs> Yes, he fucking did. And then for good measure, he got another brick and he hit the fucking bonnet. So now the car's got a... It was kind of like fucking Street Fighter 2. He went fucking full on like Street Fighter on it. He could have just said I had a blowout. No, he didn't. He says I fucking got a brick hit it. So he got a brick and he hit hit the fucking headlight. Then he hit the bonnet of this other car, of the the car. So now the car's got a big dent in it and a broken headlight and a fucking ruined tyre. And then I and then I thought, oh, how's this going to go down with the boss? Mm. And apparently the boss believed it hook, line, and sinker, and he got it fixed. But Until you know what? Now. But you know what? Until now, that's right. <laughs> Until now, the, the truth has come out. But he's a fucking. It was mm. 1994. Who gives a fuck? But you know what? That same car. That car was a fucking voodoo car for me because I fucked that car more than any other car I've ever driven. Touch wood. Because what happened was I went out in that car again, a little bit of time down the down the road from mm. the first incident. And I went to the movies, and I was out out there with some friends. Mm. And for whatever reason, I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking. I was trying to impress them in a Toyota Camry, which says a fucking lot about my life. <laughs> and so anyway, I've got in the car, and I'm gone up a because one of my friends is in the passenger seat. He says, "Well, 
there's no parking down here. Go up the top to the top level of the car park. So I'm like, all right. So I get in the, so I, I speed up. And you know how car parks have got like the ramp? Yep. And they go up. Well, I went up that ramp, but I went up too fast and I couldn't take the corner in time. So I hit the front of the car, didn't I? And the car, the front, because it was a white car, all the fucking white paints come off and it's now black on one side. And at first I thought, I've probably just got away with that. Like, I'm, I, you know, I'm trying to protect my bullshit, you know. I'm like, I think I'm all right with that. That's fucking fine. But I get out of the front and I'll never forget it. This bloke's mm. gone. His face went, he immediately covered his mouth with like a holy fuck. So I knew I'm in trouble. Mm. And then they started laughing and I get out of the car and I look at the front end and it's completely like black because the white paint's been ripped off it. But somehow I haven't dented it, right? But I've ripped all the front paint off the bumper bar. Mm. So I get home and I go, oh, dad, I've, oh, I've fucking done it again. You know, like I've, I've fucked the front. This Camry's no good to me. <laughs> and dad's gone. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. And he's gone out the fist is the best bit. Oh, he goes out the front and he looks at it and he goes, Oh, for fuck's sake, you fucking do fucking Jesus Christ. How am I going to fucking fix this? How am I going to explain it to the boss? I go, I don't know, Dad. I'm really sorry. And he goes, Oh, fuck. He's going to think you're a shit driver. The boss is going to fucking go, What's wrong with this guy? You know what the best bit is? He goes, I fucking fix it. I'm not kidding you. Mm. He goes to it because I'm following. He went to Repco. No, no, it gets even better. Mm. Nail polish. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he goes to the fucking study and he gets mm. out some liquid paper <laughs> and he spends the next fucking three hours liquid paper putting liquid paper on the front of because white camera. and white magic yeah, really easily. Yeah. No, he did, and he's fucking sat down there on the fucking gravel mm. and he put liquid paper and he says, you know what? And it was a bit like Pulp Fiction, you know, mm. Pulp Fiction, where he goes, well, why the fuck am I on brain detail when you fucking blew that? You know, so dad turns to me and he goes, you know what, why am I fucking doing this? You paint the car. So I spent the next hour painting the fucking front of this Camry with white with a little paper. brush. With a, li- with a little brush, like liquid paper. And then I said to dad, I've run out of liquid paper. He says, oh, for fuck, right? Because this is a big gouge out of the front of the car. He goes, oh, fuck me fucking dead. Fucking Jesus Christ. And he pulls out, he's got another three or four bottles of liquid paper. He says, fucking fix it. And then I go, all right. And I spent the next couple of hours, because it was a big gouge, pulling liquid paper on this front of the car. And then he comes out, no bullshit. And he looks at it and he goes, not bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's your rant today, folks. I'm done. I'm spent. Done. We talked a little bit about Borderlands and Borderlands 3 coming out. One of our our favorite co-op games. And I like it more than the than the division and division two. It's hard for me to judge because I haven't been able to have a solid night on the division. No, you've had a lot of shout out TPG. He <laughs> <laughs> can't connect. He oh. can't connect. I'm yeah. sitting at about ninety over forty, and just mm. there's obviously some sort of firewall based issue. Yeah, they're they're blocking some ports. I and would my, say my beautiful Huawei modem mm. offers very little in the way of customization. Yeah, I can change the password of the wireless network. You can't do any port forwarding. And I can do a quick wizard reset up. But there's no port and forwarding. I can see what's connected. That's it. What a load of Three fucking nice big shit. buttons. Actually, he would have been another good guy to talk to. I didn't <laughs> think of that because he was trying to talk to I, I jumped on Reddit. I had a bit of a look around. 
Yeah, Pedro would have been. Oh, no, too I'm busy. Too, no, I'm too busy. You know what he would have said? Talk to me in 2020. You know what he would have said? Because he's a suppressive personality. Talk to me in 2020. Whenever you talk to Pedro, come talk to me in 2020. Yep. Well, you know what, Pedro? I'm looking at you in the camera, and this is a fucking wrestling challenge. You don't get a T-shirt. You don't get nothing. And even when it gets to 2020, and I'm still fucking standing like all the rest of the other fucks on this bullshit podcast, we won't invite you. We won't give you our waffles and I don't care if my ass is bulging out of my pants and my guts are hanging out and the doctor says you're obese and you got diabetes from drinking from eating all these waffles you don't get a waffle you don't come on this podcast you don't get a fucking t-shirt I fucking said it I put the challenge down and I fucking ran and raved a lot today and I'll continue to rant and rave because I'm sick of it every time I talk to him 2020 2020 is like the fucking Olympics it's like he's building a fucking Olympic state him. Oh, don't come and see me. I can't do anything until 2020. And then, oh, well, it's all right for you. You don't have the bullshit that I've got. Well, I got bullshit too, like wrestling matches, and I'm going to put your head through this fucking table, and I'm going to look like Bubba fucking Ray Dudley from the Dudley Boys. My God almighty. That's the other bit of news you were saying to me today. That uh, JR's... JR from the WWE's <laughs> resigned. He's gone. 26 years with the company. Finished up yesterday, wow. I think it was. He's gone to a new uh, company called AEW, All Elite mm. Wrestling, which has got uh, the Young Bucks, Cody, son of Dusty Rhodes, and Kenny Omega, a wrestler from Japan. Canadian. Okay. And their big signing was Jericho, <clears throat> who's jumped across. Mm. Yeah, Jericho, He's. Uh, we were talking about wrestling with <clears throat> Super Simon a couple of weeks ago, and... and Jericho is one of my favorite wrestlers ever because I think he was the one that had, at a lot of times, he could play heel and he could play babyface. Really, really. come it, back with a brand new gimmick and it would just yes, work. Yes, every He's time. been reinvented that many Every times. time. Mm. And you know what? He was a, a quite a, a talented wrestler too in the ring. He mm. was always like a guy that uh, would convince you that he was putting someone over and he would convince <laughs> you that he was working hard in the ring. Sorry. Um, I, think, I think Jericho... Uh, when when you had Chris Benoit in there and you had um, all the other sort of wrestlers there, Kurt Angle at, during that attitude well, era, him as well. He retired. His last match will be next week. Oh, really? So Kurt yeah. Angle was retired. See, I've been watching wrestling for, for a years. bit, and he was general manager, just sort of a token role to get yeah, back. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, there's fair war matches next week. Well, I think you, maybe John Cena will fight. Well, him. he was never supposed to wrestle again, even in the early 2000s mm. or the late 90s, because he did something to his it's neck. It's quite a story. He won a gold medal with, yep. with a broken mm. freaking neck, which was part of the gimmick as well. But he went to 96, I think it was Atlanta, won the gold medal for wrestling. Then he made the jump across. And he was probably, might go down as one of the greatest heel wrestlers. Mm. Yeah. Because McMahon would say to him, all right, you do this. Mm. And no matter how ridiculous it was, he, do it. It. he fucking did it. Yeah. Mm. He's there drinking milk. Yep. Do you remember when he turned up yep. in the fucking got milk, milk truck? Got in the milk the truck. Fucking hose everyone yep. with the milk. Yep, that was mm. awesome. Just, he loved to take the piss out of himself. And he was a really good... He was awesome, Kurt Angle. Like, just as a guy that you wanted to hate, but you just couldn't hate him. I hated he, him when I was young, and he was great at it. But now yes. I watch it, I'm like, I respect yeah. him. Yeah, He was that good. Yeah, but as a wrestler too, as a... A pro wrestler, mm. not an amateur wrestler, which is really that's real wrestling, um, where he won a gold medal in the Olympics. Mm. He was so good in the way that he changed um, to to adapt to the 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 wrestling uh, environment in the pro wrestling circuit. You know, like did you ever read his book? 
No, I didn't. He's got a book. I couldn't I tell you the name really. of it. I couldn't tell you the name of it. I read it a long, long time ago. And uh, he was talking about in the book how he had a real hard time adapting to the pro wrestling circuit in terms of being a pro wrestler because he was 100% a real wrestler, mm. right? He was in the amateur circuit and he was uh, the gold medalist and he had a really bad injury with his neck mm. and he did and he had bad knees as well. Mm. He did he did both both of his knees. So his amateur career as a wrestler was gone. It was mm. over. And so what had happened was in according to the book that that I read um, he didn't know what to do with his life. And he was down and out, actually. And so someone, I can't remember who it was, but someone somewhere along the line said, why don't you try pro wrestling? And he tinkered with it and he enjoyed He really liked it. And he really liked the idea of getting attention from the crowd. And he found that he got more attention being a heel than he mm. ever did as a face, ever. Mm. And that's why he was very, very rarely in his career, if ever, a face. Because mm. he loved the heel and the hatred and all the booing and all the hissing. Because he knew that people secretly loved him. Being a dick, you know, mm. he was just—he was he, such he was a just, wanker. He played into it perfectly. Yeah. He'd be like, "I'm a real wrestler." Yeah, I'm a real wrestler. Gold medal. medal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. he's ready to go. Yeah, I'll be honest, man. When I first watched the wrestling with Pedro, way, way back in the late two, uh, early two thousands, and all the late nineties, um, I didn't know he was an Olympic medalist. I thought that was part of the, the gimmick, the gimmick, and the bullshit. Mm. But he—he he was one hundred percent a real wrestler, and he was saying in his book, "If you ever find the book and get a chance to read it, do it." Because he talks about, unfortunately, Chris Benoit. Mm. Mm. And this is before Chris Benoit died. And uh, all the issues of the WWF and WWE. It's a one, that one. Well, all mm. of those issues weren't there yet. Mm. Or they hadn't been uncovered, right? Like Eddie Guerrero, Guerrero, they weren't really around. And he's talking about him. He's talking about Chris Benoit. And he reckons Chris Benoit could have been a really awesome wrestler at Olympic level, like a real wrestler. Oh, like, mm. a, amateur like wrestler an amateur wrestler. Yeah. But when you say amateur, they're <clears throat> real wrestlers, right? Yeah. And he's saying he could have been awesome at it because um, he wanted to learn off Kurt Angle certain moves, like the crossface. Mm. And that was Kurt Benoit, uh, Chris Benoit's yeah, the token. Crippler crossface. Yeah. And uh, he, he learned that off, off uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle actually told him how you do it properly mm. in the wrestling world. The problem is with him, I don't think it will ever be... WWE have swept it under the map. Yeah, they have. Under the rug, sorry. And you can see why. The whole story is horrible. Mm. But it's with all of these concussion-based injuries coming out, they've pretty much now confirmed he had sustained that many mm-hmm. concussion-based injuries, hearing voices and stuff. This is Chris Benoit. He snapped. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, you can't defend what he did. What he did was horrific. Well, I think that's just their way. All right, they can anything. Every match he was in, this is how we we save our brand. We just put it away. But they're not saying what's really underlying there, and that's the chemical substance abuse that these wrestlers were were using at the time. The steroids, the painkillers. Uh, there were all sorts of stuff, and I haven't done a lot of research on it too, so I'm not really educated to say a lot about it. That's but, why it's called. They're called um, sports entertainers. Mm. Yeah, and you got around Ujisada and all the uh, doping. No, they yeah. can do whatever. They the don't fuck get drug tested yeah. because they're not athletes. Yeah. They're, they're entertainers, but they're yeah. all most so of them. That was the way Vince McMahon got around mm. that. I think it was in the early nineties, late eighties. Yeah, that's what he did. But most of them are on something, and something. Some of those things that they're taking. Some of those dudes are huge. Yeah, and they and look, they uh, they have a lot of mental health issues. Because if the life of a wrestler is not glamorous, because they go to a town, have do you a seen drink. the wrestler? Yeah, that's brilliant movie. Awesome. Mm. Hey, 
Hey, Randy, want to play Nintendo? <laughs> we'll talk about Nintendo in a minute. But I, 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 yeah, the life of a wrestler is pretty much like what's portrayed on that movie um, because they go from town to town. Mm-hmm. They are beat up human beings. Mm-hmm. They take all sorts of medication to, to try and curb the pain that they're in, physical pain. And then they've got no, they've got really bad relationships too. Like, the one with um, I th- I'm pretty certain Chris Benoit. There's more to that story mm. in terms of his relationship with his. I'm wife. no expert at all, but that's sort of you read up on stuff. Yeah, that's what it sort of comes back mm. to. Yeah, he had a lot of issues going on in his head, and uh, it doesn't. Well, it's hard to say it excuses it or not because mm. at the end of the day, you don't know what really. I mean, you you don't, that that's just horrific, and. You can't excuse the behaviour, but you need to understand what was going on in his head because clearly something was really wrong, mm. tragically wrong with his with his thinking. And um, uh, but he's not the only one because if you want to look at Eddie Guerrero, no one would have believed as well that mm. that guy who was w- really well liked was heavily in a shit. You know, like and he what he had a heart attack, yeah. heart attack, mm-hmm. pulmonary, yeah, something or other. I think it was at quite a young age too. He's only. F- 38 or 40, I think. Yeah, I think he was, if he was not in his, if he was in his 40s, he wasn't Only into it much. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I think he was younger than me. So I think at the end of the day, he's um, a classic example of um, where it all went to pieces. Mm. So the, the WWE in the mid to 2000s was in a lot of trouble because they lost Chris Benoit. They lost Eddie Guerrero. They lost um, a lot of their talent because they went elsewhere as well. But a lot of them were suffering from you know, a lot of drug issues. Um, well, by then, the Monday Night Wars had ended, so they were yeah. pretty much the only... If you weren't wrestling for them, you were wrestling independent or in Japan or something. Yeah, the Japanese sort of wrestling scene picked money up. Big options. Yeah. That's where Jericho went. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been in and out, so he was in there, but now, yeah, he's in AEW. Yeah. I think he wrestled in... He was pretty much a free agent, just did what he wanted for a couple of years. Yeah. And I don't think anyone else could did do he, that in the world of wrestling. Did he ever falling out with Vince McMahon? Uh, you would never know. He that, that's it's all that, good. That's some rumours that were floating around. Mm. That's the reason why he left, because he had a falling out with Vince McMahon. Or he didn't like being under the rule of Triple I think H. He just wanted to try something else. But even they had a photo the other week at Ric Flair's birthday. They were all together, all looking happy, happy oh, campers. So. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? You'll never know unless you're sort of... Part you of know it, what? On the inside. Sometime, yeah. Sometimes, though, those photos, those wrestlers are there for their other... Like their comrades, mm. as opposed to anything else like so it might look happy families but they're really there to support rick flair and they probably mm. think oh you can go fuck yourself Vince, you know what i mean like but they do it for the for the love of the of rick flair because maybe rick flair likes vince mcmahon i i don't know you know what I, I i haven't watched wrestling for years and years and years but i actually started finding the story outside of wrestling more interesting than what was going on in the wrestling because mm. the wrestling to, by today's standards is shit i can't well, that's watch right. it keep an eye on aew we got another pay-per-view in may they sold out a pay-per-view last year. This wrestling writer, I think, uh, he bet them they couldn't sell out 10,000 seats mm. or something in Chicago. And they sort of went, well, you know, we're the best tag team in the world. That's the Young Bucks. Cody was pretty big. Mm. And Kenny Omega's huge. And they said, you yeah, know, we'll give it a crack. Sold yeah. out in like five minutes. Shit. And they went, all right, fuck, this thing's got some momentum. So Tony Khan, I think, is the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars mm. in the NFL. So they're billionaires. They've obviously got together and said, oh, you know, let's fucking, let's have a crack. Let's invest some more in it. Yeah. Let's make another, and that's what they've yeah. done. He's got a bottomless pit of money, mm. one would assume. Yeah. Look, I think the WWE, it's not going anywhere. 
But I also that, don't, that's a stable. That's going to be yeah. There. But mm. I don't think it's growing either. I think at well, the it's, end, it is the market. There's no well, real there's, comparison. This is only going to be good for the sport. I think a bit of competition. Mm. It's an alternative. People are still going to watch that or watch this. Yeah, that's not going to come in, and then WWE is going to disappear. It's just a bit of competition. No, WWE won't go anywhere because there is there isn't anywhere to go. Mm. Like they amalgamated and and gobbled up every other wrestling federation that there was around. That that's how Vince McMahon. I mean, credit to him. Mm. The way that that WWF was formed was unbelievable because he looked at the way the market was divided and he went. Bring well, it all together. I'll bring the yeah. the East well, Coast and yeah, all territory. I'll bring all the territories together and I'll put them under the one banner. And you know what? The the wrestlers will benefit because they get a better, more stable they get a roster. Bigger, they, get they get a bigger market they place get, to sell yep, to. They get more money. Yep. And I I ended up and I end up getting the 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 all the wrestlers that I want from different territories because mm-hmm. that's what they wanted. They mm. they kept competing. Like if you wanted Hulk Hogan, he might have been with a different territory. And you go, fuck, that guy's massive. I need him, you know, but I can't get him because he's contracted to this territory. So Vince McMahon ran a, went around and bought all of them, you know, basically. And then what really got him um, the success and fame and fortune was he got the TV rights. He got the cable TV mm-hmm. rights in the 80s. And that's where he, he took off. But I loved it. I've I've said this before. The wrestling was at its absolute peak, in my humblest of opinions, in probably 98 to 2003 or four. Mm-hmm. Around that attitude era, yeah, that was the Monday Night Wars. That's you right, had Monday Nitro Night and yep. Raw going yep. up against each other. Yep, yep, that and was awesome. That was probably the peak. You had Stone Cold, the whole attitude yep. era. Mm-hmm. Yep, when Stone Cold really broke, ridiculous, but it was fucking brilliant. Every week something was going to happen. Every week, if it wasn't Kurt Angle going up against Stone Cold, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was The Rock going up against Undertaker, abducting yep. people. Yep, and The Rock got massive. That means the mm-hmm. WWF got massive. It, every week something different was going on and you, you couldn't wait till the next week. You know mm. what I mean? You knew it was bullshit and stupid, but it was like watching fucking any other bullshit TV well, show. I was only about 10. I didn't realise it was fake. I wouldn't call it fake. The storylines are scripted. They're you know, putting their fucking bodies on the line. Yeah, there is a fucking yeah. a lot of physical... Yeah, You know what? I used to watch it in the 80s because I'm a lot older than you and I used to watch it in the 80s around 85. So I was about 10 years old and Hulk Hogan was massive with Hulkamania, right? Mm. And I remember Dad ruined it for me because he'd come in mm. and he goes, "Oh, this is all bullshit. That's oh, my turn to beat you up. Oh, now it's your turn to beat me up." And and I went, "What's he talking about?" But then it became pretty obvious that it was all fake. That's choreographed. It's all yeah, choreographed. It's all story, but but I'm with just... you. But I used to argue this with Dad. It doesn't matter if it's choreographed. Those fuckers are going hard, and oh, yeah. you know, and they fuck up quite a lot. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. There are other wrestlers that went harder than other wrestlers. Like I love Chris Benoit because he went fucking psychotic in that ring, and it didn't matter that he wasn't giving you full punches. I don't give shit that would still hurt you know mm-hmm. what i mean like the hardy boys oh the hardy boys are shit another one jumped yep. off mankind off the fucking hell oh the yeah we talked about when super simon was here i didn't know he was a wrestling fan and it just came up and then we started it all came all to the surface mm. and i said well fuck did you ever watch mankind when he was up on the hell in the cell match that is unbelievable and i don't care if it's fake or not to do that and pull that off that and fake. survive that ain't that's fake, fucking man. Mm-hmm. that's bullshit you know and he was sort of the well, you know, Hulk, Hulk Hogan's, you know, the American icon. Mm-hmm. Long hair, big muscles. Mick Foley was the American underdog sort of thing. And apparently the, it's documented the tipping point of the Monday Night Wars. Nitro, which was a WCW product, Ted yep. Turner owned it. Yep. It had won for fucking years. And it was live on the Monday. Mm. WWE at this point was pre-recorded. 
And the commentator, Tony Schiavone, his name is, came out. He goes, and he used to do it. Bischoff was a commissioner. That's right, Bischoff. He's like, let's That's fuck right, them up yeah. for the night and we'll tell them all the results. So then they'll watch us. And then he's like, oh, you know, this will keep a few bums on the seat. Mick Foley's mm. WWE champion tonight or WWF champion at the time tonight. And then fucking everyone just turned off. Yep. And that was the last Monday night mm. that they won. And then after that, WWF just killed it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, when Super Simon... They sort of note that as the beginning of the end yeah, of WCW. When, when Super Simon was here, he brought up the, the era when, uh, obviously behind the scenes, uh, the WWF had bought out the WCW, but mm. they were trying to work out a great way of integrating all these wrestlers that they'd, they'd picked up. And, and the so invasion what, angle. They, they did the fucked in, that up pretty bad. They too. did the invasion angle, but I love the invasion angle because they had all these new wrestlers coming in and they did make it seem like it was an invasion. Like, because around the schoolyard, people would say, oh, WCW is better than WWF and all that bullshit. Mm. And finally, it was on the fucking TV that they invaded, you know, and, and all these wrestlers were coming around and you're like, oh, this is awesome. That re- wrestler that I like from WCW, now he's in the WWF. Well, they're on the same show. And that's what I want. Mm. And um, they kind of did, they could have done more. They could have dragged that out they could for have, a yeah, long time. They could have, but they didn't. Mm. And uh, and a lot of wrestlers obviously got cold and, and dr- mm. you know, well, they've sec- got a lot of secretly- brands again now. What's that? There's a lot. They've got a lot. So you got Raw, you got SmackDown, yep. Monday and Tuesday night in America. Then you've got three, 205 Live, which is all the lightweight guys. Fucking phenomenal. Is this athletes. all WWE? Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. I haven't watched it for that then long. Then they've got NXT, which is next. Yep. So that's sort of your undercard mm-hmm. Premier League, I guess, to your A-grade a sort of thing. They've got that going. And now they've got NXT UK, which are all sort of WWE programs. And some of the shit in NXT, like the fans are mm. like, this is better than that. Because when they're in that level, they they need to they're, compete. They're vying to get up to Whereas the top. Whereas when you're at the yeah. top, it's more about your character and your yeah. story and what's going to sell your merch. Yeah. But some of the shit, 205 Live especially, they're just under 205 pounds and they're doing flips and doing some cool shit. Didn't they have that in the WWE, the Cruiserweight? Same but, thing. Mm. They had the Cruiserweight Whoever's title. the best of that is the Cruiserweight yeah. champion. Because that, that was the thing that used to bug a lot of... Um, wrestling fans is, is that unless you're a big guy you never got anything you know what I mean that's and then the they argument. brought the cruiserweight the division burly mm. that's right because guys like RVD was it RVD he was like a, a guy that everyone liked but he was never going to win anything because he couldn't believe he was going to beat The Undertaker or beat you know the Triple H or whoever it was on the bill mm. right at a Wrestlemania to be world champion mm. so they said alright we'll create the cruiserweight division you know and that's kind of like with a tag team because the Hardy Boys, you, most of the time, they did separate, but most of the time they were a tag team. Mm. And so you had the, 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 what was it, the tag team championship, you know? And they and then the women's championship because they brought more and more women. That's another in. thing. That's huge now. And it's good it? to see women are actually respected. Well, they mm. were. Because yeah. back in the day, they were awesome. lingerie and panties. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Puppies. Look at the yeah, puppies. Look at puppies, King. But you know what? <coughs> that was funny, <laughs> but that was also very. Demeaning Look, at the time. It was demeaning. I will now. be the very. I've ranted and raved about bullshit, and you know I have because mm. you've heard it today. But I, I do believe that that was way out of line with a lot of the things oh, that the WWE the did. They're walking around in bras and panties. Come on, man. That's mm-hmm. they're better than it's that. It's huge now. They had their first all female pay per view last year. Yep. And some of those women now are fucking incredible. Well, you know they had, but they had good. Some of the shit they do. Well, Lita was a fucking she awesome. She was probably wrestler. the start of that. Yes, she was. Le- as good a wrestler as Trish was, it was all about you know, puppies, man. Tri- no, Lita well, come in, you know, a bit of a bad girl, yep. and was doing flips off shit and stuff. Trish, and was like, whoa, hang on, 
And China, of course. You can't forget China. Yeah. Well, Trish Stratus was average, in my humblest of opinions, but Lita was fucking amazing. Mm. She was doing the same shit the Hardy Boys yeah. were doing. Mm. And it didn't matter that she was a chick or, or whatever. It didn't... Who gives a fuck? She was awesome. And she was jumping off ladders and jumping off tight ropes, and you're like, what the fuck? This chick's unbelievable. And so Lita should have got a lot more uh, respect and props mm. than she actually got. I think that you was know? a sort of turning of That was the turning point, like, oh, yeah. These, these women can compete. Yeah. But then they had some silly things, decisions too. While you had Lita, they start, suddenly brought in Stacey Keebler. Stacey mm. Keebler didn't fucking wrestle for for anything. She was a, a, a fucking ring announcer, you know what I mean? Like, mm. a, you know, when they used to hold model the signs up and a model, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was a bit silly. But I haven't watched the wrestling for years. I couldn't tell well, you. You've got Ronda Rousey now as a champion. So she's got Was she in the UFC. wrestling? Yeah. Is she? She's gone massive. Yeah, really she? good. Is she? Doing great, yeah. They're headlining WrestleMania next week. First time ever women are headlining. Fantastic. Oh, really? So, so you got yeah. her, Charlotte yeah. Flair, who's Ric Flair's daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And then uh, Becky Lynch is this Irish chick, and she kept getting screwed. So she's sort of now a reincarnation of Steve Austin in the Attitude Era. Mm. She's just a bad fucking bitch. Because she got... And it's um, really fucking... She's over with everyone. Is she? So they do Survivor Series in, uh, I think, November or something. And that's Raw versus SmackDown. Mm. And they'd really play up that you're the enemy, we're the enemy. She turned up with all the women's division and then they fought on Raw with the other women's division. One of the women's wrestlers on Raw, Nia Jax, she's pretty big, strong and stuff. She fucking botched up and broke her nose. So this chick's walked out of there. They've just invaded the ring, blood running down her face. And it was just like, holy fuck. Yeah. This is fucking... It's like walking through a And she's just been over now. Yeah, it was huge. (laughs) So Ronda Rousey's landed on her feet because when she oh, big got, time. she got mm. beaten by who was it in the UFC um, Nunes or something I think yeah she she really got KO'd and I think she's very very good wrestling is she good at wrestling very good okay and she was trying to be like this she was pretty much a face and you know whatever mm. she's just come out in the last few weeks she's like fuck you fuck the fans I oh give she's a fuck. turned heel yeah and she's just going good off it. I used to love when people would be faces for years and then they suddenly the turned heel. Mm. And then and JR go, what's gotten into him? <laughs> what happened? He was a nice man. What, what's happening here, King? You know what I mean? And and they just suddenly turn heel and they'd be, oh, he's taking a bad leave. Maybe next week we'll find out that he's, he's fine. I can't believe this behavior from him. You know? But yeah, JR, um, I... I was asking a mutual friend of ours because he's in the wrestling mm. and he was saying that you know, JR's been out of it or in and out of it for years now and he wasn't well. So it's clearly he's decided that's it. He's pulled the pin. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's still up maybe a touch slow or something, but I know he's involved with AEW. Yep. It's just good to have a name like that. Mm. He's, yeah. You think of wrestling, you think of commentary, you think of him. Oh, he was In awesome. my opinion. He made era. it, man. Mm. Whenever Because what I didn't like about SmackDown when they – did that divide, you know, when they split the rosters mm. up. And so they had... Taz and... That, it was Michael Cole and Taz, mm. right? I couldn't remember the name when Super mm. Simon was his, but it was it was Michael Cole and it was Taz. And that was fine, but I didn't like it as much because I wanted JR because JR lost his shit every five minutes. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. and, 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 oh, and when a slobber knocker. My God almighty king! Look at the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the ass, king. Yeah. So okay. So what WrestleMania is next week? Oh, I would be April. Yeah, mm. would be. Well, it depends. It's April eighth, potentially last week. Oh, it depends when these fuck loads it up. It could be. It could be now. It could be today. It could be today. It could have been last week. It could have been in. It, it'll be in twenty twenty when Pedro decides to fucking turn could've, up. Could have been a month ago. Could be anywhere. Could be. This might be that shit that it's never happened. 
Well, you know what? The fucking PC died, so who knows? Maybe we've recorded the best episode ever, but it didn't fucking record. I might get a phone call halfway down the hill, and he goes, mate, we didn't record shit. That would be our fucking luck. I'm telling you now. We could record the best podcast in the world. Seems like it's recorded. You know what? And we get 2 million views on it. We get fucking sponsorship offers. You name it. We get people ringing us up going, you guys are the shit. And you know what? He goes, fuck, it didn't record. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Uh, it's the fucking luck, mate. We don't have the luck of the Irish, me and him. I'm nope, telling you now, we, don't. we fucking don't. So the N64 is what I wanted to talk to you about. That was actually really the topic of the show. Long way around. Sorry. Long way. Yeah, that's we, a well, long that's what, way. That's what we do. How long have we been calling this bullshit? Forty-five for? minutes We're plus strapped. plus the intro. So I'm going to say an hour and a bit. How you got? You got? How, how much time? It's five o'clock. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Let's talk about N64 and wrap it up. Nintendo 64. My history with it is I don't have one. Oh. It's probably one of the only consoles I personally didn't have as a. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, by the time it came out in 1996, I was a I was 21. So for me, I was already grown up, and I was kind of moving away from um, playing games at a, at a like a a lot because I was at uni and I was doing mm. other sorts of things. And the N64 passed me by, but I did play it because I my experience of it at uni. These kids on you, they, they, or not these kids, these guys I went to uni with, they had an N64 and mm. we'd play Goldeneye. Yep. And I fucking that's what loved comes it. To mind. Whenever you think of 64, Goldeneye, that's mate, the first I remember, thing that comes I, I, to I, Mate, mind. The, the, the actual box art on that, I can still remember vividly burnt into my retinas. I remember when I got it. How many of those birthday. fucking things Did you I get for sold? Your birthday? I remember it. Yep. It was my sister all day. Mm. She goes, You got rollerblades? You got rollerblades? Because I went rollerblading mm. a little while before and I'm like, Oh, this was fun. And then my parents, she's like, you got rollerblades. Mm. I'm like, oh, you've ruined it. Fucking thanks. Fucking it. Mm. Carrying on like the piece of shit child I was. <laughs> anyway, I opened the box expecting rollerblades. Mm. Boom, 64 right in my face. That would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. It was. And I was supposed to have a bowling party later that day. And you didn't go? I didn't want to fucking go. <laughs> no. I was fucking putting on a tantrum. I did not want to go. What, what games did you get with it? Gold? Came with Gold and I. Mm-hmm. Lilac Wars. Oh, which is uh, Star Fox. Yep. So I played that first. I never, confession, never played Super Mario. Mm. I just never got it. I never got into it. Well, okay. I played it years later, but with the launch. Okay, I was... Just Lilac Wars. And I'm like, holy fuck, look at this thing. I was close to getting an N64, but at the time we had a PS1. I don't know how much they were, to be honest with you, at the time. They they were quite expensive. Um, Thanks, Mum and Dad. I will say they were at least 300 bucks without a game. And people Mm. forget... That back in the games 90s, were 100 bucks, mate. The games were 120. Ooh, 00, 007 was 99 bucks, and I remember that because I sold a fuck ton of yeah, them. Yeah, and I'll tell you something else. Before that, the Mega Drive games, so we're mm-hmm. not even talking N64 here, were about 120 bucks a yep. pop. They were no fuck. bullshit. So in the early 90s, games were very expensive, particularly on cartridge. And I kind of laugh now when I hear people whinge about the price of games because I think they're the cheapest they've you ever been. You get a been. brand new and release I'll, for 69 bucks from yep. JB Hi-Fi. Yeah, because right. J- well, what JB do, I don't know if you know this, but JB Hi-Fi, on the day of release for most of their AAA games... Drop it massively, don't they? They do, a, they do a, what they call a launch price, and mm. it's 69 bucks usually. But then the yeah, next... That, that would have been what the division yep. for, 69. So the next day... 
the next day, they, boost the they back go up. back up to they go back ten bucks by set to seventy nine bucks, which is a recommended retail price. So I kind of laugh. You think of the work that would have gone into this as opposed yep. to yeah. So I laugh when people say, "Oh, games are really expensive." I go, "No, you, I think they're the yeah, cheapest you, I've ever been." You mm-hmm. never played games in the nineties. I'm telling you now, you didn't because if you did, you remember playing. Say I bought Sonic or whatever game it was on a cartridge, and I'm talking early nineties before the N sixty four. You paid 120 bucks, maybe 130 bucks for a cartridge, mm. and you you cannot tell me the work that went into that game is anywhere near the work no, that goes into no. a modern day game. It didn't. I'm telling you now. Certainly it did not take five no. years. Now the counter argument of that bullshit will be, well, fuck, you know, we have the technology. Well, there's that, but also, but now they make us pay for DLC and all this other bullshit. And I say, well, they don't actually. <clears throat> they they don't necessarily always. Some do. Some games do, but not always. They don't ram it down your throat and say you have to buy all this other bullshit to play the game. They, mm. they don't. They say, all right, well, here you go. A classic example is Red Dead Redemption 2. Love it or hate it. We Fucking pay, hate it. We talk, another Tom will talk about it. If we had more time, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. No, you, you need about an hour to but get But what on I'm saying horse. is, no one will deny that a lot of work went into Red Dead Redemption 2. A lot of work went into that. Oh, absolutely. But you still only paid here in Australia, 79 bucks for it. And people will go, well, that's a lot of money. Well, it might be for some people, but what I'm saying yeah, is... if you do it per can, hour, it's pretty cheap. Well, mm. that's what the argument is. If you go to the movies, you go to a movie for an hour and a half and you spend 30 bucks. At least That's before Sydney. you take someone else with you and before you eat bullshit and that's before and you get your chock top. Again. Before you get your chock top and your fucking mm. Maltesers that you, that you roll down the aisle and all yeah, that, that other ja- bullshit. The Jaffers that you used to throw the Jaffers, the I used to fucking throw Jaffers at the fucking screen. <laughs> I'll never forget, 1985, well, I went to the movies to see Short Circuit, right? Number, f- uh, number Johnny, five is Johnny alive. Johnny Five yeah. is alive. And you know what we did? We got Cool Mints. And Cool Mints back in 1985 used to come in a fucking tin. It's projectile. They used mm-hmm. to come in a tin. And you know what we used to do? We used to roll the fucking Cool Mints down the aisle and people would trip over them like, like fucking marbles. And then if we weren't doing that, you know what we'd do? Fuck this movie and we'd throw, throw them at the screen. And all the adults would go... You kids are out of control. Well, compared to fucking kids of today, we'll fucking well mounted. I can tell you that. But we, we used to get a pack of cool mints. are in a fucking like mm-hmm. like a like a like a jar, and we we pull them out. Fuck this movie. Bang on the fucking thing, and we do that for Jaffers as well, which is fucking stupid because I, like I like Jaffers. Why would you waste a fucking good confectionery lolly <laughs> by throwing it at the screen? I don't fucking get it. Yeah, that I fucking know. shits me. Even I get angry. I've got to calm down because I'm fucking clipping the audio. No, you're I'm actually losing. not. Now I fixed it. Uh, go harder. Oh, good. I can fucking rant you can go now. go ballistic. But what I'm saying is, is that I think the price of games is a lot cheaper than it's ever been. Mm. And there's a lot of talk that when the PS5 rolls around and the new Xbox mm-hmm. and whatever it's called. The price of games will have to go up, and it probably will. You'll find the recommended retail price here in Australia will probably be eighty nine bucks, right? And you know what? That's a that's a bit of a hit. But you, but compared to a price of a movie, I'll go back mm. to my point. You pay yeah, roughly it's hours spent and enjoyment, an hour and a half, fun. An hour and a half for a movie that usually sucks, thirty bucks. That's fucking not good value in my book. So yeah, right? let's say let's say three movies for argument's sake. Right, three, four, let's say six hours. What six? Six hours of entertainment for about the same price as a video game. Right, I've played Sekudor now for at least fifteen hours. Yep, and I'm on probably the second level because I keep fucking dying. It's a cock of a game, but you, but that costs you seventy nine bucks. So correct, right? So that's good value for money. Right, and I reckon I've got to, I've 
at least another 40, 50 hours yeah. in that. People right? say that video games are an expensive hobby. hobby. I don't I, think it is. I at all. disagree. Because an expensive hobby is going to get out, getting Whoa. your fucking. With things like jet game. ski, you know, and we get a jet ski. Yeah. That's you can expensive. Go on for fucking dinner, dinner, drinks, etc. Yep. There's two, three hundred bucks down the hole. That's, That's right. right. Sit at home, order in 40, 50 Well, look yes. at Game or Pass. Make your own dinner. Game Pass, well, cheap game as pass, chips, mate. Right. Yeah, Game Ten Pass, makes, it, it, that's pretty good. That's where the future is. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's subscription services, and you pay your 10 bucks a yep. month, mm. and and you've got the choice of whatever you want. That is the future. Yeah. And that, and you can't tell me at that point that games ex, are expensive because they're not. No, not I don't at think all. they are. But what I'm saying is back in the 90s, they were very expensive mm-hmm. compared to what they are now. And the N64, I'm gonna, I, I think it was 299 the the console mm-hmm. and I think the games were at least ninety nine they're ninety nine bucks hundred bucks right now with inflation that's at least one hundred and fifty by today's terms and I just pulled that out of my ass I don't know if it'd be that much but it, yeah it'd be a hundred and ten hundred and twenty that'd be more man I'm telling you with uh, inflation even the shit games are a hundred yeah. so I remember I bought yep. I wanted one it was this off road racing game they had it at arcade and Mum's like oh you know your birthday's mm. or Christmas coming up what do you want and I'm like oh you know that that was pretty fun at the arcade. Hundred and ten bucks, I think it was at Christmas. Mm. I played it, finished it in about four or five hours, and I was like, mm. "Oops!" And I had to keep playing it. I didn't want to break the news to mum that yeah. she just wasted a hundred dollars on yeah a pretty what what did you average th- game? What did you think of the controller? My big grew what, up with see, it. I grew up with it. Okay, I grew up with Nintendo. To me, it makes sense. That it was my big gripe with the N- the N sixty four controller because I was used to. Um, I'd played with the the Super Nintendo. I'd played with the Mega Drive. Um, I I was a big fan of the DualShock on the PS One. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the the controller for the N sixty four, I didn't get it at all. I didn't get it, and I still don't get it. And I do, and that's why I still say with the Dreamcast, which came out after that, I'm like, well, you know what? You made a mistake, Suga. You should have put another analog stick on it, you fucks. But you didn't do it. I call everyone your fuck. That's just me now, you know. But but the reality is when I so you're you're okay with that because I think well, later, that was probably the first one with a proper stick. Yeah, but they only had one mm. in a weird spot in the middle. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I can still remember yes, configurations. Okay. I don't know. It was for I think, me at the time. I was young. I hadn't really played apart from Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Mm. Never got a Sega. I was always a Nintendo mm. kid. Yeah, okay. Sega. It just was Sega. It was. <laughs> It was cool. Just fit. It worked. Did you have a... So you had a Super Nintendo? Mm. Oh, I can tell you some good memories of that too. Do it, man. Do Donkey it. Donkey Kong Country 2. Oh, fuck. They're the only two consoles I've kept through my life. Of all the stuff I've ever bought, I've re-gifted to people mm, to yeah. have fun with. Those two are still sitting in a box at home. Well, when I, I first saw Donkey away. Kong Country, I think it was 1993 or four. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where we saw it. I, exactly. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mm. could not believe that was on a console. I'd never seen graphics like it. Mm-hmm. Never. Not on a PC, anywhere. And I was mm-hmm. like, holy fucking fuck. And I really wanted a Super Nintendo. And I've told the story before. It came out pretty late mm-hmm. in the in the life of it. Or in my opinion, I, I was thinking, well, it's not long in this fucking 3DO was going to come out which was shit anyway and and, and I hear about this PlayStation <clears throat> excuse me and all this other stuff and I'm thinking well what's the point but I really loved what I was seeing on it you know what I mean mm. and I thought fuck NBA this NBA Jam and that yeah well that's yeah. it yeah NBA Jam was awesome but I really wanted an N64 initially because when I saw Mario um, 64 I'd never seen anything like that I don't think anything o- had come open out open-esque like world yeah. yeah that was unbelievable and sadly I never played it yeah, the, the, I yeah. that with the game. As I said, Lilac Wars, GoldenEye, mm-hmm. Carmageddon I had for a while. Um, what was the dinosaur game? 
That was Turok. 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 Turok the, that was it. a launch title, I think. Because that but sold that like was. fucking crazy, that game. Did it? Yeah. Well, you know why? That looked awesome mm. on an N64. At the time, it mm. did anyway. Mm. Now it looks terrible. But, I mean, it looked um, fucking unreal mm. on an N64. Uh, but GoldenEye was the standout for me on that system. Even now, it's kind of fun. It's bad, but it's fun. It's really bad. It's hard. Going back to play those generation of games, mm-hmm. PS1, Perfect N64. Perfect Dark has stood up. That's Perfect the other Dark's one. another one. Yeah, yeah. that's the other that one. Was, that's basically, let's, here's a game, we've got GoldenEye, mm. let's fix everything. Mm-hmm. Change a few things, and that was just masterpiece. But that had the expansion pack you needed. Yeah. The extra 32, but, I think. No, they, they gave you an extra, extra 500, they, no, they gave you an extra 512 megabytes to make a megabyte. Oh, there you go. And so you had, that, that was man, that was man and tree. Haven't we come a long way? Yeah, <laughs> that was that was that was Man and Tree. Yeah. Well, I think it was. We'll have to Google that. I could be wrong on that, but it was an. Ex- it basically doubled the memory or the RAM of the N sixty four. And what happened was later on in life, with the N sixty four developers said, "It's now mandatory. You have to give us. You have to have the expansion pack in order to play to X. play yeah. to play this game because otherwise it won't work." Right, and can you imagine that today? That would fucking kill the market. Can you imagine... Well, it happens in PC gaming all the time. It does, but on the console space, it really <laughs> right. doesn't. Like, if you... Like, can you imagine if Sony said, you know what? You, you need to upgrade your phone. You need to upgrade... Well, they kind of did with the mm-hmm. PS4 Pro, but they didn't say that you can't play games on the PS4 mm. or the... You know, they mm. didn't segregate the It'll market. be on both. But it's yeah, on it's, both. It's better, it's better like here. It's better, on, it, yeah. it's better here, but you can play it on both. Yep. But what Nintendo said was... You can't play it at all unless you buy an expansion pack, mm-hmm. right? See, again, I was probably too young to understand that, all this. That's, going that's what yeah, it but was. that was also in a time when the console generations were longer, right? Well, they, how, how long was it? No, the N sixty four. They're was actually shorter. Really? Yeah, they went for about four to five years. Really? Yeah. So well, the, was N6, the GameCube oh two or something. The GameCube was oh one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's another console. Just never. Well, I I was going to say never the game. It. The GameCube mm-hmm. was. A, I like the WaveBird controller. I think that's awesome. And when Super Simon was here, he's probably banging his head against the wall saying, you got it all wrong, you fuck. It wasn't that date, it wasn't this date, and it wasn't fucking mm. expandable memory, you fucker. He's probably We're going sorry, off his brain. We're sorry, Super mm. Simon. We do love you. But it's your it's your fault that you're not here today and you can't <laughs> keep us unsupervised. We're likely to do fucking anything. <laughs> but what I'm saying is is that the, the, the GameCube... Uh. Well, here's my... Correct me if I'm wrong. Here's my opinion of the N64 and Nintendo, right? And I'm going to get hate mail for it. Mm. The N64 was the first Nintendo console that they fucked up. Man, and just... that's someone ringing in already going, fuck you, right? And the reason why I say that, they bought out a cartridge-based system in a, in a world where everyone, everything was going CD-ROM, mm. right? They went against the grain of everybody else. You know, Sony bought out a CD-ROM system, so did Sega, and they went, they went against the grain of everybody. And they did that because they were worried about piracy. But it hurt them because mm-hmm. the cartridge. They're still worried about piracy. They are still very Massively. much. They are. They always have been. They always have been. Ha- always had funny relationships with developers. Nintendo. They used to say in the Super Nintendo era and the Nintendo Entertainment System era, you can only make two games for us a year because we want to quality control it. We want uh, quality versus mm. quantity. But what they did with the N sixty four against the, the the general consensus of the industry was 
they put in a cartridge-based system mm-hmm. to protect from piracy, but that hurt them. That limited the memory capacity of what the developers could use, right? Mm. And so you didn't get full motion video. And I've talked about this before, where the industry wanted to go in the full motion video route. And that hurt them, but they survived. They they rolled with the punches because they had great games like Lilith Wars, mm-hmm. like uh, Mario 64, like fucking GoldenEye, you know what I mean? Mm. But then they ran into the, the GameCube and they did it again. They had the fucking mini disc or whatever they called it. It was a little tiny... Proprietary. Proprietary disc, yeah. right? And the industry didn't like it because it limited them on the, the amount of memory you could use on that disc because by that point, the industry had gone from CD-ROMs to DVDs mm-hmm. and DVDs could have way more capacity than than a, than a whatever that optical drive that Nintendo were using for the GameCube and mm-hmm. plus they played movies whereas the GameCube couldn't and that's what killed the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. I talked about that. The Dreamcast also had proprietary uh, drive. Uh, Discs, which were the GD ROMs, right? But I won't go into that anymore, right? So the point is, Nintendo kind of stumbled and stumbled and stumbled. They found success with a Wii, but I said before that's a bullshit fluke. And then they put out the Wii U and they got caught out. And really, in my humblest of opinion, they kind of they got caught out with the N64 as well because it didn't sell anywhere near as much as the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. No, I think it. that's just a generational thing. I've got nothing but fond memories. Yeah, because you grew up with it. it. Yeah. You grew up with it, right? <clears throat> if you had a grown up with a PlayStation One, you'd be saying something different, right? Well, I had that too, luckily. Did Dad you? come home from the pub one night? He goes, I've "Got you something here." I fill off the back of a truck. Fill off the back of a truck. Handed me a box with a PlayStation yep. in it and about two hundred CDs. Yep, all chipped. It was chipped with all. Um, Lovely, yeah. That's, versions. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the week. Well, that was great so you for can gamers. Understand new Nintendo's concerns. Yeah, well, right that's, there. that that was it. I mean, that was a chink in the armor for so, uh, Sony because that system was very easily pirated. Same for the Dreamcast. That killed the Dreamcast. Actually, that's one you, of the you reasons. Used to be able to torrent your games and just go bang. Yep, yep off you go. Really? Yep. Mm. yep. Ah. But Nintendo with that cartridge, you couldn't do much with it. And um, but it really hurt them. It limited them in what they could do, and they lost a lot of third party development and support because the the third parties went well I'm not fucking developing on this bullshit cartridge and Super Simon was saying to me well we've never had emulated N64 games really because you know how they've on the Wii U they had the virtual console and you could download well they've got it on the Switch they've got it on the Switch now SNES is coming this year apparently yeah but the 64 it's never even I download on computer and you can get an emulator and mm. a ROM. Yeah, he, he called but it. But it's the, never been. He it's called never it, been a thing, mm, really. He called no. it the Not dolphin. Legally. The dolphin emulator he called it or something like this. And I said to him, I don't know, man. And I still haven't done the research on it, but I'm, I, I'm look, assuming. Look at the speedrunning community. Goldeneye is still to this day. People are setting new world records. <laughs> how long could they do it in? How quick can they do couple it? A couple of minutes. Like, it's getting down now. The last level uh, of without uh, Temple and Aztec. Hmm. which is Cradle. People are down... Every year they're taking another second or something off with new new ways to do it. Like, it is still a huge community. Same with Super Mario. That's a huge community. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, what, 20, 22 years down the track, pretty much. Hmm. 23. Yeah. 1996 it came out, so... This replayability. That and the Super Nintendo. Every couple of years I'll crack it out and I'll start playing some What's games What's your favourite, though, out of all of those systems from, from the Nintendo era? Mm. Be hard. I got a lot of good memories with a lot of good friends on the '64. One of my best mates at his wedding. I made mention of it in the best man speech. Mm. So it was me, him, and his old man. We used to go to his house and sleep over. His old man played with us. Nothing sus. That's that. Kind <laughs> of right. but, uh, no, I just I was sitting there going, "That's a bit weird." But it, I, know, I know, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, 
anyway, we were there playing one night. We'd play Perfect Dark, set bots up, and just do silly modes, like one-hit kill and mm. shit, stupid shit. We'd get a nice little fucking hub somewhere, and we'd be killing people. It was a good bit of fun. And mm. it got to, like, one in the morning, and his mum come out. But he got going off, time for bed. He's like, oh, one more, one more, one more. She came back out at 3.30. I've only seen her get angry twice. Mm. She started screaming, get to bed now, Peter. <laughs> That's his dad. <laughs> and he goes, oh, good to go, boys. And we're like, what about us? She's like, I don't care. Just get to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Carried on playing. Like our friendship was born around that pretty much. My mm. sister and his sister, um, fifth or sixth birthday, Plaster Funhouse, Chatswood, I think it was. Yeah, oh, Plaster Funhouse. We used to do the Plaster Funhouse yeah, as well. Up we on was, the Central Coast, yeah. yeah. We went on the Central Coast to the Plaster Funhouse. They're gone as now. As a matter of fact, I, you've probably still got some of that shit lying around. Yeah, they're somewhere. well and truly dead and buried. You painted a wizard at one point. Now. Yeah. But we were out the front talking, and it was just, oh, do you, have you heard of a Nintendo? And I'm like, oh, I've got this one. He goes, mm. oh, yeah, I've got that one. We end up having to sleep over the next week and being best mates for yeah. like 20-something years now. Yeah. It's, de- it's definitely generational. Like people my age will say the same thing about the PC Nintendo. Gaming, en- no, they'll say the same thing about Nintendo Entertainment System, yeah. right? Mm. And then maybe someone your age, right, because you're old, younger than me but older than hmm. Nath, you'd say... It's the Super Nintendo for me. So it depends where you are in life, you know what I mean? Mm. So for mm. you, the, that system was the Nintendo 64. It's, it's either know? that or the Super Nintendo. Because then I look at the Super that's Nintendo. That's a fucking awesome system. Mm. That Super got Nintendo. me into Formula One. Nigel Mansell, I think it was 93. Yep. I, know, I sat there one Saturday and fucking finished the whole thing, yep. the whole season. Guess what Nate's going to have to do before he leaves? What? Play Formula One upstairs on the PC. He's got to go, mate. He's, he's <laughs> look at him. He's going, let's cut this fucking yeah, podcast. let's cut this bullshit <laughs> podcast. But... but um, the other one was Mario Kart, man. Timeless classic. I fucking love Mario Kart. Mate, I love it on the Switch. I'll tell you now, there's a friend of mine that I had at school, and he had I the... don't su- like it on the Switch. You know why? Why? Everything's unlocked. Yeah. Ah, uh, you like to have to... Yeah, I yeah. like to fucking yeah. unlock it. Yeah. But there was something... When I started, I'm like, oh, man, really? I could just do anything I want. Out of it? Let yeah. me tell you about the Super Nintendo. That was the first time I'd seen... Um, obviously, it was the first time it was on the system. But, yeah. But I had a friend of mine that I went to school with, he had a Super Nintendo. He showed me Donkey Kong Country. But then he was also showing me games like um, uh, Mario Kart. And I could not fucking believe what I was seeing. And it wasn't so much the graphic. It was like the idea of racing against each other and mm. pulling out all the dirty tricks like the banana peels yeah. and all that. And then when I saw it on the N64 version, I'm telling you now, I was very, very close to getting one because I'm like, there are three games I really want. Actually, maybe four. I want Mario 64. I want Lilac Wars. Mm-hmm. I knew it as Star Fox. And that's mm-hmm. how it should be known as, but we got it Lilac Wars here. And then there was uh, Mario Kart 64 and uh, GoldenEye. Mm. And for me, I would have been happy without all the other games that came out for it. Like we didn't, like Ocarina of Time, mm. which came out on the N64, which was a pa- which universally a lot of people believe that's the best Zelda game, mm-hmm. right? I'd play the fuck out of it now. Yeah, man, I'll tell you, going back in time and playing N64 games, have you done it much, Nath? It's a little bit painful. It's As a, I said, it's a bit part- every couple of years I'll play it again. It's a bit tough. Mm. They don't hold up it's that well, now. do they? Uh, I've got this, I think I've got a disease around nostalgia. I get mm. too fucking into it and I yeah. do some silly things to try and yeah, recreate so I, I'll go back lightning and play, in a bottle. Yeah, I'll go back and play very old PC games. You know, I'm going to bring up the topic of Zelda very mm. briefly. Nervous knife hasn't hasn't finished uh, I've got Breath to, of the I've Wild. I've got to just knuckle down and do it. You've I'm going to start it, again and do it. My, well, my, my daughter's beating you. I'm playing Pokemon instead of that. 
Nothing wrong with Pokemon. That's a good film. Well, you know, no, no, it, looks pretty, gonna, it looks pretty I'll, I'll be upfront with you. I played that in a really uh, difficult period of time in a shitty environment, and I won't get into it. But at the end of the day, I, it was kind of the biggest mm. escape I've ever had in my life. And I'd, and up until that point, I'd messed around with um, uh, this this guy I went to uni with. He had an N64, and that's how I was playing Goldeneye. Mm. And I, he also would later on get um, Ocarina of Time, and I played that a little bit, but I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't get into it. So I was too dumb, I think, and too young to really appreciate Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I just didn't have the time and I didn't have the system to play it. But my Breath of the Wild, I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable to me. Was it perfect? No way. No fucking way was it perfect. There were things in that game that pissed me the fuck off, (laughs) like the durability system. I don't care what anyone says. It wasn't. It wasn't fun. It wasn't a challenge. It wasn't fucking fun Mm. either. So that was hard for me because I didn't bother me. I'd yeah, but like, oh, I got a good sword. I don't want to waste this. Yes, then I'd be just belting this brick with a bloody stick. Yeah, but there was something about that game, and I think it was the world that you were in, and that fact that you could go anywhere in that world. Mm-hmm. And what I had read, and I personally didn't do it when I when I finished the game, but what I had read was, if you really really wanted to, you could leave that cave that you wake up in and go straight and to go the, straight yeah. to Ganon and fuck with him if you wanted. You to. could. You get your ass handed. But you to get you. your ass handed mm. to you, right? But you could do it. Well, you can. Like very very early on in the game, maybe not straight away, you can go into the castle and go get the shield very, very quickly. And that, and that, if you wanted to play the game, will save your ass yeah. over and over again. Yeah. I got him into it because I bought him a Switch. <laughs> I bought Jason Relaxation a Switch. And I, and I thought, well, he needs a game as well. I so fucking I fucking love that So game. I bought him, I think I might have bought you Breath of the Wild as yeah, well. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Birthday yeah. and Christmas. Yeah. You know what I tend to do? I tend to fucking load up on my Christmas and birthday presents. I'll say to him, you know what, you fuck? That's birthday. That's Christmas. <laughs> that's that's birth- your next fucking birthday <laughs> and your next fucking Christmas yeah. and the following fucking birthday, you fuck. You don't get anything from me for fucking two years. So you're in credit. Well, I bought him a PS4. No bullshit in a couple of games. I go, that's fucking 2014 <laughs> done and 2015 done, you fuck. You get nothing, right? But he was happy. He didn't mm. give a fuck because he got a PS4. But I got him a Switch. Mm. And I got him Breath of the Wild, and I said to him, I don't know how you're going to go with it, mm. but see how you go, right? And mm. he played it, and he's saying to me, I'm, I'm finished. I've finished the game. Uh, he I've, finished just, it I've got to me. give it a go, because I did the same with Skyrim. I started Skyrim, mm-hmm. and I got to the first town, and then I attacked a guard and died. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking shit. Yeah. And I binned it for five or six years. So Skyrim. I have and problems I came with Skyrim. back, and I couldn't put it down. Yeah, so I, I, that might end up happening to me That's as well. That's what I'm hoping with yeah, so Breath with, of the Wild. So Oblivion was my Elder Scrolls game, mm. and I played the, the fuck out of that. Skyrim, Skyrim was a little bit yeah. too grindy yep. for me. I didn't like the leveling system in Skyrim. Yeah. The fact that you had to do... Pedro... Too much? or Pedro explained to me what the how the system was working, because I couldn't work out why I wasn't leveling up properly. Mm. You know, like I thought it was a natural progression. Like no. I got mm. XP from killing... Um, enemies and, and doing missions and all that sort of stuff. But Pedro is saying, you know, it's not necessarily that. You've got to do other shit. You've got to do mm. repetition. Mm. you got to do, rep- like, a lot it of repetition. It was very broken. I'm yeah. not going to deny that. It had some fucking problems. But what's it like? With it you? was just weird. It was like a light switch going on. Mm. I fucking hated it. And I'm like, I'm going to give this another go. And then I just got to a point. I'm like, this is actually quite fun. But you played and it. I played the fuck out of it for mm. two weeks. But you've now played the remastered edition, haven't you? You've That's played, what I played. Is yeah. that good? Mm. Is it decent? On PS4. Four? Yeah. Is it all right? I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. That might I, be I couldn't where you put it down. Playing it. Mm. I haven't done that for a while with a game. 
That one I couldn't put down. You can get it in Assassin's VR, Creed VR 2. Now too. Could not put it down. That's I, I, I gave up on sleep for mm. two weeks. Assassin's Creed 2. So that was, that was me. Every, every, yeah. further, every map, every chapter. That was me and Zelda. Assassin's Creed 2 yeah. is a fucking classic. I don't care what anyone says. Well, great great game. game. One of the best. One, mm. It is. That was like um, a, a, such a big departure from yeah. the original game. Did you ever play the first one? I played the yeah. first one. I'm like, the concept, everything about yes. this is cool. But mm. it is. Rep- it needs rep- some help. It's not quite right. It's a bit yes. grindy. And then they just fixed all the little things that really shit yep. me. And I'm like, this game's yep. fucking just... And all the things that upset me and are then gone. didn't yep. it go to shit after that? Um, it just became a money-making well, machine, I think. It, 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 I don't understand I it. I played it, three. And well, like, oh, that's just, all right. They've yeah. just released four, the go, Jesus. Whatever the one was after three, mm-hmm. was it Brotherhood or was Brotherhood three? No, what the way it was, it was Assassin's Creed 2, then it was... Um, uh, revelations, mm-hmm. then brotherhood, then brother, or bro- vice versa, brotherhood. Then I revelations. struggled through brotherhood. Then I bought the one after it, and I lasted an hour. That was three. And I went fuck off. Well, here's mm-hmm. the crazy thing: Ubisoft have just released t- actually this week Assassin's Creed Three Remastered, and I can't believe they've done that. Why? Of all the ones they would remaster, yeah, because I think it's the weakest yeah. game in their back in their catalog. Maybe it was easy to remaster. Could have been, but Assassin's Creed. Well, they did. They did remaster the Assassin's Creed 2 game uh, under the Ezio mm. collection. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what they're thinking is. We'll but just do them all. Yeah. But they've released um, Assassin's Creed mm. 3, which mm. I think is their weakest game. Because mm. Black Flag's much better, but Black Flag got released on the PS4. Mm-hmm. So what, what's the point? And they the wouldn't Xbox remaster one. it. Not so they wouldn't next re- remaster it. I'm too stubborn. Once I fucking burn something, I get back. Coffee mm. Club gave me a shit meal 15 years ago. I'll never set fucking foot in that joint mm-hmm. again. You hold grudges. I hold a fucking yeah, grudge. I fucking oh, like I'm, a, I'm a bit like that. With rest. Restaurants, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I argue with people. Like mum and dad go to this restaurant every fucking week. They've gone mm. there forever. When I went there, when I was younger, Italian, really nice. They've suddenly everything's gone shit. Nothing's fresh. Mm. And so I'd have to go, and I go, hey, the prawns, because they did this nice garlic mm. prawn hot pot. I go, are they fresh or frozen? No, 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 fresh, fresh. Come out. They're the fucking tiny little thing. Yeah, over. they're fucking frozen. And I went like yeah. this with my finger, and it was warm. And I went, I love spending time with you two. I'm fucking not fucking setting foot in this restaurant mm. again. And they're still going. Well, oh, well, just don't order that. I'm like, why the fuck would you go somewhere? You can't order what you want. Mm. Well, here's the menu. Lisa Hayes. But mm. I want Dana Sterling. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> this is what fucking happens. This is what happens, man. You get distracted yeah, by dolls. It's a rabbit hole you can't get fuck. out of. But look, the N64 was a, a console I kind of regret not yeah. having or at the time. I've got it now, mm. but I... I just missed that boat. <laughs> what haven't you got? I got no. Oh, I got no. No one loves me. That's a fucking <laughs> We went great, through that. Yeah. Great song. No one loves me. Neither do I. <laughs> that's crooked vultures. Exactly. That's all. Oh, fuck. What a great little band that was. Oh, that, that formed. Uh, I was lucky enough to see them twice. Yeah. Now N sixty four. I think um, a bit of an underrated console in some. Well, actually, no, it's not underrated. I think people rate it correctly. I think what the GameCube's underrated because mm. the GameCube had all the Resident Evil games too. Mm. Okay. Remember? See, I just never... The, the, the I game... was at a point then, I think, where I was having to buy my own things. So and then you just didn't have the cash. Yeah. yeah. Whereas prior, previous to that, mum and dad bought me stuff because yeah. I was only you know, mm. 10, 12, whatever. Then after that, I think I... Bought an Xbox, the mm-hmm. original. Oh yeah, for a hundred bucks. Well, this guy wanted to go out in the city. That's yeah. right. He was desperate. I swooped in there. I bought a hundred bucks and fifteen games. Xbox, the original. Fuck. Oh, that's right. You got to tell the story. They, they bought an Xbox literally on the side of a street. He wanted money for drugs yeah, uh, or something. The previous, one story? of my previous uh, 
previous girlfriend, the one we've mentioned before, or potentially after this. Who fucking knows when this prick loads shit up? <laughs> Episode 12 point. Fucking something. Captain's Log 12.1.3, fucking 5.9er. Well, I'm not having a go. Move. He's obviously having a go here. Mm. I'm just helping for, you know, continuality. He fucking, he's poking me. I'm fucking taking the bait. <laughs> Lisa Hayes will be poking, don't you? Tell us how you got your Xbox. So she was going original. out one night. And we'll mm. finish and this bullshit up. He was trying to sell it. And again, I think this was before Facebook. And she was going out with them for the night. And mm. I was just, I wasn't interested. And she's like, oh, I dropped her off, actually. That's right. And he was like, oh, fuck, I want to go out. I don't have any money. And I'm like, I had money on me for some reason. He's like, do you want an Xbox? I'm like, yeah, I don't have one. Why? He goes, oh, I want to go out. I think I barred him down to 100 bucks. <laughs> 15 games. And I'm like, fuck. fucking beautiful. Deal. He must have been spewing when, yeah. the, when oh. the high wore out. Yeah, but didn't he want the, Oh, but did, before that, he was having a... He, wa- he yeah. wanted money quick, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I bought it, took it home, and then that's when I discovered Battlefront 2. Oh, yeah. Mm. One of my favourite games ever. Look, I played I, the fucking dick out of that. One, <laughs> one time, one of the things I do want to talk to Pedro about when he comes on in 2020, I want to talk to him about the OG Xbox, because that is a really amazing Him system. and Shemu or whatever the fuck he no, play. What the, did he play on that? Fuck me. Mate, he had a lot of games on yeah, it, and a lot of the games were amazing on that, on that console. Mm. Like, I, I can remember um, it was... Uh, uh, San Andreas was yeah. the first real neon light sign for me that this console is way better than the PS2 mm. in terms of power because San Andreas ran like dick on fucking the PS2. Mm. Well, I got but a on story the Xbox original, it ran fucking awesome. Mm. I pulled in a big favor on that. So it, I was in year eight, or well, I think year eight at the time when that came out, and mm. I pre ordered it, called in all the favors off my grandma, my, my mum, and dad. I'm getting this game. I'm fucking going home sick early and I'm going to play it. I got home and I had the PS2, the original PS2. Mm. Wouldn't fucking play. Yep. Mm. I fucking put a tantrum on, called in an early birthday present, ended up with a slim line. Nice. I was playing that by the next day. I was fucking heartbroken when I got home. Wouldn't fucking work. Yeah. There were tears. Yeah. I've told As a 14-year-old boy, you yeah. know. You go, I, I've I was cried, fucking I've cried over up. a lot of things. I'll tell you when I cried, no bullshit. When Bixby gave you the result. Yeah, I've pointed my penis at Bixby and it said fucking... It did, didn't even recognise it last night because it was cold last night. So I pointed, I pointed it at... Why do you keep torturing yourself? No, because what happened was the cat fucking... He's hoping up, for an upgrade to a No, no, what happened was the cat, he does this thing, he, he needs my... When I have a shower, he needs my legs for some reason. He I, he wants to put his scent on me. That's mm. what I've read. Spreading pheromones. That's what he's doing, yeah. And mm. you know what he does? He fucking claws my dick. And I thought he He'll scratched... He puts his pants on then, No, I do have pants on you, fuck. So anyway, I'm like, well, well, that'll help with the swelling. So I actually thought maybe I've, he's actually punctured yeah. the, the sack, you know, and he's done some damage. So I dropped my Dax. And as I dropped my Dax, I thought, well, I wonder what Bixby says now. Hmm. You know, and I pointed it out there and Bixby says, I don't know what the fuck you, what are you talking about? Hmm. I think I think it said fucking clothing or something. Dried apricot? Dried apricot. <laughs> dried, dried prune. Uh, now look, the the original <laughs> Xbox is another topic for another day. I, mm. I think that's the topic I want to talk to Pedro mm. about because he he re, he went all in on it like he always does, mm-hmm. and um, he when he goes deep with the game, he goes really deep. Yeah. Circa business shirt, 
this was is the Xbox this is before that's a 360 right he fucking that was an impressive piece of fucking storytelling mate he fucking lost his mind over that and you know what what really upsets upsets me with that suppressive personality called Pedro he says it's all lies but he doesn't realise you gotta own it you gotta own it ex- exactly own it you fuck and he doesn't wanna own it cause he says oh I'm fucking holier than you know what he reminds me of now he reminds me of that cousin that said when we wanted to play Centurion you can't play Centurion on our PC Go plays on your little fucking play your Amiga, your little your Barbie's first fucking micro computer, you fuck. And you know what? Me and the cousin said, "All right, we'll wait till you go out and we'll fucking play it on your PC." And we did. And we went through his drawers and we found a pack of condoms and smokes. You know what? And he was all holier than thou. Well, fucking Pedro is him, holier than thou, saying. <laughs> I'm too good for your little bullshit podcast in your, your fucking retirement years, you fuck. And, I, and even when I do come on to your podcast, you watch how demanding that prick is when he finally comes. Skittles. He, he won't want a bowl of Skittles or fucking anything. He won't, he'll make Pottery Pete look fucking good with his demands and his fucking Stevie Nicks attitude. He'll sit, he'll sit in that fucking chair like the Cheshire Cat and you know what he'll say? Lies. <laughs> Every bit that you've said on this bullshit podcast is lies. And speak as him now. Speaking of which, how long have we been recording this? It's over an hour. It's about an hour and a half. Have we said everything we want to say? Because I want to wrap this bullshit up. Yeah, I'm busting for a piss. I'm busting for a piss too. Have I forgotten anything? Have you forgotten anything? You can always come back. N64. N64. Great memories. Great memories. You know what? Rumble Pack was excellent. Oh, yeah. Well, the Rumble Pack was... Well, that was the beginning of the whole what we take for granted today, really. You know what I discovered with that? If you positioned it in such a way, quite a fun time. <laughs> I knew, but I thought he'd say he put it down his pants. No, just over the over the front. <laughs> Didn't need to go quite that brass. Just on, just on the front of the pants. He's, he's basically used an N64 controller as a vibrator. That's yep. what he's basically said. I'm owning it. He owns it. Take note, Pedro. That's the fucking challenge. He owns his bullshit. You don't fucking own anything because you're a suppressive personality. He doesn't even listen to this anymore. He hasn't listened to one episode. That's fucking friendship for you. That hurts. And you know what he says? I haven't got time for your silly games. Silly boys. Well, you make time, Pedro, because this is a challenge. Because you know what's going to happen, Pedro. You're going to get grilled. No. After we do the bullshit podcast in 2020 when he comes up here, we'll take this fuck off bullshit fuck table and we'll put it out the fucking back. And what we'll do, we'll get the video camera and we'll we'll show us body slamming him through this table and someone will go, no. my God almighty king, how did this happen? Dudley death drop. We'll be going through that table. I can't wait. It'll be a fucking beautiful day. Have you said anything you wanted to say? No, oh, no, that should be about it. You've purged. I'm Nothing left for the N64. I haven't got a lot to say about the N64 because I didn't have it at, at the start in its lifetime. It, it passed me by. And I'm very interested in people that did have it, like Super Simon and yourself, because I know it's a great system and I know people talk fondly mm-hmm. about it and I know it's got classic games on it, right? And it is kind of a bit weird that when Super Simon was telling me, it never got this bull- any kind of backwards... Um, you know, emulation, really, mm. but as licensed by Nintendo. And I'd always been under the impression that the virtual console had something with it, but it doesn't, according to him, and I, and I believe him. And that's crazy, because when you look at the games that it had mm. on it, they're fucking classics, mm. a lot of them. 
And some will even say that the Ocarina of Time, The Legend of Zelda, one that, of the that best ever. is one of the best mm. games ever made. You know, and you can't ignore a console like that. Even if you had that one game that with that console, it's kind of worth it, isn't it? You know, hundred percent. I've said everything I've wanted to say. Jason, relaxation. Have you said everything you want to say? Absolutely. N- Nervous Nath, better known as a pickle bear. I think I'm good. We're done. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's ready. He wants. He wants to hear me go ballistic, but I'm fucking spent. I'm. I've ran it and raved a lot today, and I'm very fucking tired. Look at the. Look at the fucking rings under my eyes. Oh, it is five thirty. Yeah, I'm it's fucking draining. done. Nervous Nath, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having. Please me. come back again. Really? Yes. We'll wait for post-production and we'll see. No, I'm telling you now, I'm very confident you're going to be an internet superstar. But you know what? You come back with your little friend, Rocket Russell, because he wants to do a podcast with you. You'll be in that, won't you? We'll make waffles again. I'm down with waffles. All right, done. I might might do chicken and waffles. Oh, chicken and waffles. Fried chicken and waffles. Fried chicken and a Coke and waffles. Fuck. Like the Blues Brothers. can't say no to that. No, you can't. Mm. Thank you for being part of the podcast as always, Jason. Relaxation. Thank you for doing whatever you're doing. Thank you for fixing our technical issues at the start of the podcast. Thank you for being whoever you are. Don't go a-changing. Thank you for the two people that have been listening to this bullshit fucking podcast. Thank you for for letting us use your basement as always. And you know what you can do? Oh, and by the way, I've been retro down and I'm fucking very hoarse because I've said a lot. That phone's going off, which makes me very nervous because I think that's fucking Pedro, maybe even Pottery Pete, and he's demanding more. It's Pottery Pete. It might be. It's Pottery Pete. And he wants to say, he's saying, well, why are you dissing me? Why are you giving me all sorts of bullshit? Well, he's another wrestling challenge for him come on the podcast pottery pete drop your fucking nine inch pottery cock that you're making and do something about it and sit in that chair and you can listen to us bullshit on and be the proper audio person you're supposed to be and talk coherently in a fucking microphone that's a fucking start for you pottery pete i'm fucking spent retro dan is out and you know what you can do monkeys you're on <laughs>